0: I am good, Christy. How are you?
1: Good. Um, I have to apologize for our technical issues last week. That was all me. Um, I'm sorry. Verizon was out. And then you know how awesome my internet is up here. So uh, it just wasn't going to happen.
0: I do know how awesome your internet is. I've made a few phone calls for you.
1: (laughs) Mm, Yes. (laughs) Would you like to call and yell at them again for me?
0: (laughs) Yes, I would be happy to. Now,
1: um, <laughs> if I could figure out how to keep these quiet and like out of my way, I could try plugging the ethernet directly in and I might get better signal, but that just sounds like a lot of work and it's nice to just be in a nice quiet room. So I think this is working okay as long as Verizon doesn't crap out.
0: Well, one can hope.
1: Okay. Well, before we start getting into anything too much, go ahead and shoot out the warning for me
0: um this one is going to be a lighter topic so probably not a whole lot of custom but you never know we may or may not drop some bombs
1: we've been it's known just just to drop a bomb or two
0: <laughs> the way we are so <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and so, if you don't know that about us by now I question you
1: then why are you even here I mean <laughs> so before we we did pick a light-hearted topic Um, There was a suggestion that we cover gun control. I know for myself, I'm sick and tired of having the same conversation over and over again with nothing happening. So I opted not to discuss that on the podcast. Um, How do you feel about that decision there, Bobby?
0: I am pretty much in agreement. I'm still just as pissed off as any other mass shooting i'm still just as pissed off that people would rather have guns than save a life like i it still mm-hmm. blows my mind that that's actually an uh a, up for debate like i it i it doesn't make any sense to me um but like you i mean columbine happened almost 22 years ago and we're still going through this shit so I am tired of talking about it too. Um, I'm still gonna, you know, protest and fight the good fight, but I'm just tired of talking about it.
1: Mm -hmm. It just seems it's the same thing over and there's nothing we could say that hasn't been said. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just it seemed like a dead in the water idea for me. but on that topic let's talk a little current events news there's an awful lot going on um have you been keeping up with the chauvin trial at all Uh, Officer chauvin i i usually hear chauvin i've heard chauvin i'm going with chauvin
0: he's a chauvinistic bastard
1: that's (laughs) that's how i remember it (laughs) like oh chauvin like a chauvinist okay got it
0: um yeah, no, I, I'm not. I can't say that I'm following it super closely. Um, I do see the headlines and things like that every night, and it sounds like the prosecution is kicking his ass, which I just love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Minnesota has the uh, death penalty, but fry, motherfucker. No, I don't care. <laughs> that might be going too far, but I hope he sits and rots in jail
1: like, like he deserves. Um I too am not like I've been listening to a lot of NPR or also the Colorado version of NPR. CPR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm catching little tidbits. Um I have to confess I didn't originally watch the video of um George Floyd being murdered. So the clips I'm catching now, like I was at work today listening to an update from actually that was from the Daily Podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. And they played a clip of the video that I had avoided listening to. And yeah, sure enough, I freaking broke out in tears in the middle of work, but I work in my own little office. Nobody bothers me. So I was able to cry by myself. So um, it's been extremely emotional. I know for a lot of people, they are not paying attention to it just because it is so triggering. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it particularly interesting. They were talking about all the PTSD. A lot of people, um, the witnesses who felt like they Mm -hmm. could have done more. Mm -hmm. Um, um, obviously all the people who saw the video happen. so it's just a traumatic incident all around Um, and I just I really hope that we can get the right outcome out of this one
0: yeah yeah for sure I um, I've only seen the clips that are like posted on the news sites kind of thing like I I know I would be curled up in the fetal position if I watched the whole thing and I mean Mm -hmm that's the kind of reaction that you should have. So maybe I should watch it, but it's extremely difficult for me to do that. um, Knowing that I probably should. Um, And yeah, I was having a discussion the other day about like, well, what if he gets off? Like, what if he, um, it was with my mom actually just the other day. And she was like, God, what if he goes free? Like, what if it doesn't work? And I was like, the riots are going to be nuts. Like, I mean, protesting, yeah, great, but it's not going to be a peaceful thing because it was caught on on tape for, you know, almost ten minutes. The
1: whole minutes. world to see. Mm-hmm.
0: The whole world to see. Like, it's not. So I'm I'm just keeping optimistic about it in that the right outcome will happen because. How can it not?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, they even had one of like the the top guys, like his former police chief Mm -hmm. spoke out against him, which is really unusual in these trials. And he even said, you know, this is not protocol. He did not follow procedures. He's supposed to de-escalate. This Mm -hmm. was clearly not de-escalation. And so for the defense, their greatest strategy so far is that the crowd of witnesses yelling at Chauvin to get off of George Floyd's neck. Was stressing him out, and so he could not do his job. If that's his best defense, I how in the hell could this possibly go the wrong way?
0: And seriously, and I said this to I don't know who, prob- probably at least my mom. But if you can have your hand in your pocket while you're kneeling on somebody's neck, it's clearly not that situation where you need to be kneeling on somebody's neck. If you're relaxed enough to have your hand in your pocket. That's not what you should be doing in any universe. So, come on. I mean, like something needs to go right for the black community, right? (laughs) At some point, something needs to go right for them. Yeah, for all of society, to be honest, because.
1: What were you? Um, Oh, I was just I. We picked a lighthearted topic and we got dark pretty quick, so I was going to try to steer us back around. Um, real quick, um, have you been paying attention at all to Biden's infrastructure plan?
0: I have not. No, I have not. Mm-mm.
1: So far, the only real argument is what actually defines infrastructure. So you're not missing a whole lot. Joe Manchin's holding the Democratic Party hostage again with his demands. Um, I believe Kristen Sinema is out there making some similar demands. Um, that's fine that you want to work with the Republicans, but as the the guys in the pod said today, like, okay, then you go out and find 10 Republicans to vote for a bill that you're willing to pass crickets. Okay. That's the point. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's obviously still at the very beginning stages, um, it could be really great. Even I kind of question whether or not some of it's really infrastructure like daycare. Like I get how obviously infrastructure is more than just the highway getting to the different buildings. You need to have a strong support system in order to build up and grow a community, but they might be stretching some of it. But as I always say, you know, ask for everything so that when you compromise and come back, you're still getting a lot. So Mm -hmm. um, I see where they're going. It's fine. (laughs)
0: And I mean, honestly, we've needed infrastructure for God ever, like our highways are falling apart. Like we still have Mm -hmm. slow rail systems and yeah. Yeah. Oh no. And they
1: have some bridges even here in Colorado that are rated at like a C meaning they can fall apart any day. I've driven under some and I'm like overpass. There's an overpass when you're on Sixth Avenue going west and you get onto I 70. There's an overpass that has given me anxiety probably my entire adult life and I have no idea why. And I just feel like that sucker is gonna come crumbling down one day. Is it,
0: it is the on the off ramp from mm-hmm. six to seventy. It's yep. because the pave like it's not, it's it's cracked like it's and,
1: at an angle, and, and it's cracked, and it's just like it just seems like it's a place where people aren't paying attention to the bridge, and it just—it gives well,
0: a like on purpose, but but the yeah, cracks and the unevenness is not on purpose. And if
1: it, oh if Godfrey, but it's like snowy and icy, I don't care how many people are behind me, I will go ten miles an hour on that. Little, <laughs> like, just deal with it when we get to the acceleration lane. I'll pick up. Okay. But not well, one second before. Yeah, no, you can deal with it. Um, Bobby, today we're yes. gonna talk about some of our favorite underrated movies, which I think we specialize at, if you want my opinion. Will you please tell our friends and family what we, the Potter sisters, the Potter girls, what we mean by underrated?
0: Um, One that isn't as popular, or doesn't get as much attention? Um, like, uh, everyone knows the Marvel movies. Uh, everybody has opinions about the Marvel movies. But does anybody know anything about House Bunny? <laughs> I know, know a couple of people. <laughs> I know a couple people too. But, you know, small circle. I
1: definitely felt like. It's any movie that if you find someone else who likes it, you're excited because it's kind of a rare find. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, no way you watch that movie too. I love that movie. So Mm -hmm. we're going to use that as our definition today. Um, Bobby, why don't you start with uh, the first one on our list?
0: Oh, shoot. I don't even have my thing up. What's the first one on our list? Hold on. The first
1: one on our list is 27 dresses. (laughs) You're so bad at this. that's okay um, I'll do where I it I closed it I closed
0: it I was like I don't need a list I know see, all the this
1: is why Dave announces my name first because I'm the one holding all the way here <laughs> oh wait wait
0: what is the what what oh it's another one <laughs> um 27 dresses 27 dresses yes um <laughs> did we see that in we didn't see that in the theater did we
1: yes we did because didn't we Um, I don't know see okay don't ask me those questions that's gonna be (laughs) hard. go like tell us who's in the movie a brief synopsis and then we'll talk about like some of our favorite lines of that one because there's some good ones there's so many um uh so
0: James Marsden and um Catherine Heigl and then um the chick who's in everything right uh can't think of her name right now um, anyway, those are the two main actors and Catherine Heigl, her, her stick in the movie is that she's been a bridesmaid 27 times and she's kept all of her dresses. So, uh, and then James Marsden is a, a reporter who's trying to report on something that'll break, give him his big break. So then he starts this, um, not an expose, but starts writing about the bridesmaid with 27 dresses and, uh, goes South pretty quickly, but, um, damn it's entertaining
1: <laughs> the surprise! it's a rom-com and they do end up falling in love at the end <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert it's been out for a while if you haven't seen it yet it's i mean it's a rom-com they always end up together
0: and if you haven't seen it yet why
1: because it's underrated they need our recommendation and that's what they're here for bobby oh,
0: that's true
1: Um, so I'd have to say one of my favorites is the hydroplaning scene.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've used that a time or two when we've driven in the rain.
1: (laughs) We're not going to (laughs) hydroplane. Oh my God, we're hydroplaning.
0: (laughs) And then she runs into a tree.
1: (laughs) And, um, um, this is George's rooster umbrella holder.
0: It's going to be used to hold all of George's rooster umbrellas.
1: We like use that. that one a lot, and this is George's rooster umbrella holder.
0: <laughs> That'll hold all of George's umbrellas for till the end of time, or something like that. Yeah, something
1: like that. Um, oh, you—it's got one of the okay. There's like karaoke, like bar scenes, and a lot of movies. But I say they definitely executed this one well. Oh, they yeah. are drunk in a bar in a town after they crash their car from hydroplaning, mm-hmm. and um. Benny and the Jets comes on in the bar. And this is absolutely something I would do. I am notoriously known for messing up song lyrics.
2: Yeah, you are.
1: (laughs) And it's funny because she calls it electric boobs instead of electric boots. And it's just, it's a really fun scene.
0: And what does he call it? So like, uh, it's a mohair suit, but what do they call it? They don't call it a mohair suit. They call it something else.
1: Not like a mole hair
0: suit. It might be mole hair. Uh, it electric boots. <laughs> mole hair? Mole hair? Mole hair. <laughs> <laughs> and James Marsden. If you're not familiar with James Marsden, he's a treat and a half. And mm-hmm. he chews on a straw. And there's just something that really works for me with that.
1: Yeah, I think he's a really underrated actor. He's been in a lot oh, of really yeah. good stuff. He was in the uh, X-Men movies. He was um Cyclops. hmm Mm -hmm. um no i think james Marsden's always been one of those go-to like if he's in a movie i'll probably see it like oh he was in sonic i thought he did a wonderful job in sonic
0: oh yeah yeah no he was great in sonic yeah
1: and then opposite from that i'm actually not a huge katherine heigl fan but i really like this movie same 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 (laughs) okay one of our next ones And I actually, this is why it came up on the list is I was at work um, with my cousin, Sarah. And one day we're just talking about, you know, cute boys in Hollywood. And then she goes, oh my God, have you ever seen This Means War? And I'm like, have I ever seen This Means War? Yes, I have seen This Means War. Bobby, tell us about This Means War.
0: (laughs) So this, and this has only ever happened to me with one other person we were sitting in the theater and we we were watching it and there's this one scene with uh, a paintball gun fight and
1: it, it's tom a funny hardy. scene
0: it's a <laughs> funny scene and it's tom hardy and i love it oh, it's so hardy, funny. But, oh my god it's a great scene and christy was dying like she was laughing so hard and it's really like a it is a funny scene, but she hasn't laughed that hard in a long time. And she laughed for so long and so hard that the people behind us were laughing at her. And that's only ever happened in a movie theater <laughs> with my father. <laughs> Everybody only- Your like, dad
1: has a very unique laugh.
0: That's true. And, you know, he has a hard time stopping when something is funny. So he just keeps going and going and going and it triggers other people. So-
1: it did. <laughs> uh. Like, the movie's yeah. great, but that scene just, it just tickled my funny bone just perfect that night. I was like, I don't know, in a good mood. I was probably, like, halfway through a large coke, and it just, like, the whole movie, you get to enjoy looking at Tom Hardy and oh, Chris yeah. Pine, which is no small thing to blink at. Um, Reese Witherspoon's in it. She's always fantastic. I think she's adorable. They, without too many spoilers, end up kind of fighting over her and they're spies and they're supposed to be best friends but of course a girl's going to kind of tear them apart um it's just (laughs) i just love it the paintball scene like it is one of those like scenes i can stop what i'm doing just watch that scene and still get a giggle out of it obviously not like the first time it's never like the first time
0: well that's like my dad in Christmas vacation with the sledding scene he loses mm. it every damn time like he'll still probably <laughs> lose his heart every time I
1: think but... <laughs> his son probably always does the same thing too for being honest
0: <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me
1: so yes I highly recommend this is war this means war um just those two men are just beautiful in that movie too if you just need something pretty to look at
0: oh my god and at one so point am I like, wrong no god no no no. (laughs) and it was so funny like hearing other people laugh at you because you were laughing and I think I even said at one point Christy oh my god they're laughing at you (laughs) and she was just like I don't care and just just kept laughing it was hysterical it was so funny is
1: it is this Sade did you play Sade
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then Reese Witherspoon dances to um uh this is how we do it
1: like, we do and she does it. the rap in the kitchen <laughs>
0: and she, i'm like yeah reese yeah go on you little white girl because like literally the out white of girls. my
1: life i yeah <laughs> getting the popcorn singing along to it thinking nobody's watching people are watching it was awesome <laughs> okay yeah. um next up on the list we have the house bunny Bobby, we tell did us about see this one in the bunny. theater we i definitely saw this in the theater we definitely
0: saw this in the theater this was one of our date night movies where we were standing in the theater going what should we watch well we've seen everything else house bunny <laughs> like, <laughs> and, okay.
1: okay it that looked, looked kind of cute mm-hmm. it
0: looks cute and we were totally like that like House Bunny, but okay, it's our thing. We do movies on Tuesdays. Okay. All right. House bunny. And oh my god, was it fantastic? We still quote that movie left and right. Um uh Anna got no, it's oh, I was just gonna say Anna Gasdyer. Anna Anna. Ferris. Thank you. Ferris Ferris, Ferris Ferris wheel was um she is a former house bunny for Playboy, and she is informed that she is too old to be a house bunny, so she's kicked out of the mansion.
1: Because and like she isn't had- she turning like twenty five or something? Something, ridiculous. yeah, it was
0: <laughs> something stupid. And um, so she's like, I have to find something to do, and I don't remember how she stumbles upon these sorority girls and was like, I'll be your house mom, and turns into a whole thing. And these these are your stereotypical nerd girls who just need a glam up, which is kind of. Oh yeah,
1: no. There's feministically problems with the movie, but we're going to sure. gloss over that for now. <laughs> for sure.
0: Um, but it's so flipping funny. Like on Anna Faris does a really good. I mean, she plays a good ditzy blonde. Like
1: she does. She's got her right comedic timing.
0: <laughs> she really does. Yeah, and um, God, she's just hilarious. And then um, uh, uh, Emma Stone is in it um Scout Willis is in it who else Beverly D'Angelo has um, a, has a little uh a little uh,
1: was it Kat Denning Kat Dennings in Kat it? Dennings
0: uh-huh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh so it's got a really good cast's oh, it got lot. Hanks
1: in it Colin Hanks
0: Colin Hanks yeah, he's the love interest mm-hmm. that's right um and it's all of these guys you know Emma Stone and Colin well Colin Hanks has been around for a while but um, especially Emma Stone and Kat Dennings, like this was like their, are on their way up to big things. So mm-hmm. hilarious movie. And she, and you know, now- you
1: get your classic makeover montage, and you get your uh, your fun like makeover reveal scene. Like it's like the soundtrack is on point, the comedy's on point. You get some great actors right before they hit it too big.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. definitely
1: Emma's Dome is definitely still pretty new, for sure. Kat Dennings, I'm feeling, had something else going on already, but...
0: Was that before... I feel like it was before... I will have. I may have to research, like, Google it here real quick, but I feel like even that was before Nick and Maura.
1: Ooh, interesting. Or right around the same time. Or around
0: the same time.
1: What are some of our favorite lines?
0: So she starts out the story <laughs> as like a fairy tale book and she goes and I'm drawing a blank right now on what the fairy tale that she compared it Cinderella. to Cinderella exactly. that's right that's right duh and she goes these two stories are exactly the same only vastly different <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she, then she just catch. she does not catch a lot of like common phrases like they A couple of times, some of the other characters will say, oh, you know, a little birdie told me. And she finally goes, I've got to meet this freaking bird. (laughs) And then when she's trying to be smart, like she puts on her glasses and she can't see anything. So she's running into things. Bobby, what does she order at the restaurant?
0: (laughs) It's making me chuckle. (laughs) She (laughs) orders she orders the mahi mahi, but can she only have one mahi because she's not
1: that hungry? <laughs> Which Bobby literally used this line <laughs> at my birthday dinner at Bonefish. I was going to say it was my thirtieth. It was not my thirtieth.
0: It was not your thirtieth. No, it I was, was the younger American than City that. Witches.
1: Yeah, like that must have been more like twenty eight or something. But yeah,
0: twenty eight. Yeah.
1: Bobby busted that out with a real waiter at a real restaurant. That person clearly had not seen the movie because they were so confused.
0: Yeah, yeah, she was. She was like, "Uh, um," and I was like, "It's a line from a movie. Never mind."
1: You're like, it's, and I'm sure I was ten shades of red. <laughs> Which, Christy you should know.
0: I do shit like that all the time. I don't know why you were surprised.
1: I've learned now, again, that was probably at least 10 years ago. So, <laughs> Chalk it up to experience.
0: Um and another thing that she does, hold on, before we move on to the next one. One of my favorite things that she does is when she's meeting somebody new and she's finding out what their <laughs> name is, <laughs> <laughs> she, she always goes, hi, my name is, what is her name? Fuck, what is, Anna. And she goes, hi, my name is Anna. And you are? Hi, Christy. <laughs> and she's like does Christy. a deep deep voice and
1: it's how she learns people's names <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so of course every person that she meets and she does that to go look hi like okay but it's hilarious every single does,
1: time and it's just it's got like a happy ending and it's just it's just
0: mm-hmm.
1: kiss um i'm gonna skip the one we have a question mark on and come back to it and just keep going with our uh, definite underrated ghosts of girlfriends past i'm sensing a theme with all of her underrated as reviews. i was
0: typing this up i had i too had the same
1: <laughs> <laughs> huh it's a lot but. of like rom-coms on the
0: list yeah uh, okay we'll I'll
1: have to do like a like a deep dive like serious movie next go round we'll stick to our comedies this time <laughs>
0: I'm sure there's, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, But so Ghosts of Girlfriends Past is Matthew McConaughey and uh, um, Jennifer Garner. I'm like Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Um, And they were, well, she always had a crush on him and they dated briefly in like middle school
1: high school yeah there's like that eighth grade party where things
0: changed yeah and um he was always a player like he became a player and um michael douglas is his
1: bad influence uncle
0: uncle yeah um who later becomes his fairy godfather in this uh christmas carol kind of
1: yeah definitely a spoof off the christmas carol ghosts or well yeah ghosts you have the ghost from the past, the present and the future. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah. And it's just funny. And I love Michael Douglas and the fact that he was the, the player uncle that, you know, was his not so great (laughs) guide in life. I just find hysterical. So
1: just
0: so Um, cheesy, so cheesy. (laughs) And, um, Uh, The girl, so Jennifer Garner's character, when they do flashback scenes, it uh, is the girl who played her younger self in 13 going on 30 as well. So I love that they kept that together because they really do have like a super strong resemblance. Definitely.
1: Um, Yeah. But you know, thinking about this movie, we enjoy it. I love watching it. I don't know that we use a whole lot of lines from this movie though.
0: There's one in particular um and it's when he's like shut
1: up you whiny bitches that one yes
0: <laughs> yes there's that one
1: No, there's two then
0: there's two then because there's that one and then um <laughs> and then there's uh another one where he like is falling back into like his all of the chicks that he's dated and had mm. sex with and one of them turns out to be transgender and so like it's a chick, but then he's like, "Hi, Steve," and then like it's like haunting his memory and things like that. So it's it's really funny, but yeah, shut up, you whiny bitches.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of those infamous lines that we actually got wrong it in is. our head because it that is. it's yeah the line we quote is when last time I saw the movie is like oh that's not what we say, but we keep saying it the wrong way because that's the way we like it. Mm-hmm. Shut up, you whiny bitches. And a very friendly, this was a character who was being very nice, but anyway, recommend that movie. Jennifer Garner's always delightful. I think Matthew McConaughey's okay. I like him in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just works. I don't know what about it just works. It just works. It's,
0: yeah, and I don't know what it is about him. I don't think he's like the greatest actor in the world, but um, I do enjoy him in certain things. He's got a yeah. very... Um, he's got a shtick about him you know what I mean like it's the same thing yeah and to be fair I haven't seen the Dallas Buyers Club that could be completely different but
1: well oh no I hear like some of his more serious movies he's definitely a fantastic actor you have to like separate the rom-com early acting career movies from his newer stuff because he's definitely a very respected actor these days but Oh, yeah. This movie is before all that. So this was still kind of like the shirtless Bongo playing Matthew McConaughey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't just shirtless, Christy. He was naked.
1: (laughs) That was naked Bongo playing Matthew McConaughey. My apologies.
0: Yeah. He was flapping in the wind and everything. Yeah.
1: Flapping in the wind and everything. Fantastic. Bobby.
0: You're welcome. Yes.
1: Music and lyrics.
0: You want to see the roof? It's upstairs.
1: You look angry, click your pen. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about it. Is this in it?
0: Uh, it is Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant and also um, Kristen Johnston, right? Is it Johnson or Johnston? It's Johnston, right? Oh, I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. A chick from Third Rock from the Sun. I think it's Johnston. Um. Anyway, so... Drew Barrymore and Kristen Johnston are like lifetime BFFs, right? And Hugh Grant is this former pop singer, used to be in a group like Wham. And um, <laughs> yeah, he
1: did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh, he sings and he dances.
1: He sings and dances in pleather, I believe. I think a, a lot of pleather.
0: And a white pants, uh, a la Wham, George Michael, yeah.
1: Yes, just that perfect. Yes,
0: okay. Continue quintessential eighties for sure. Um, so, I honestly don't remember like how they get together. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I love the movie so much. And um, so, Kristen Johnston, her character is like, Gary, I'm going out when she finds out that Drew Barrymore is like <laughs> writing a song with with Hugh Grant. And she like freaks out, Jerry, I'm going out, runs and picks up her purses, stumbles out, putting on her coat. And It's yeah. Classic.
1: Classic. I have a couple of friends that would do that for like new kids on the block. I can think of a very specific person right now (laughs) (laughs) that would have that kind of reaction. (laughs) Um, Um,
0: But yeah, who is the, who is the singer that, that says, do you want to see the roof? It's upstairs. That's it's a,
1: isn't that Anna Faris?
0: No, no,
1: no. It's like no, a real she's singer. she's a pop singer and another. No, she's a pop singer and a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. It was supposed to be like a Shakira type character, but it's not Shakira. What? It's an actress, isn't it? I
0: thought it was a. I thought it.
1: Was, I think that's just.
0: I thought it was a singer, like being, you know, satirical. But I could be wrong. It could be an actress playing a, ditzy musician
1: see and here i was like oh we don't need to do any research for this episode hold on i'm gonna look it up because that's gonna bother me um but why do we like this movie (laughs) tell
0: tell me so many fun lines like want to see the roof it's upstairs we use that all the time
1: 2007
0: yeah um and then i actually click my pen a lot (laughs) When I have a clicking pen, <laughs> <laughs> I click my pen a lot.
1: Okay, you were right. It is Johnston. Okay, and it's an actress named Haley Bennett who plays the pop singer. Oh, okay.
0: I don't know who that is, but she did a really good job playing a ditzy singer.
1: You want to see the roof? It's upstairs.
0: It's upstairs. Um. <laughs> And there were a few times, there's been a few times where Christy's been like seeing me frustrated and she'll hand me a pen.
1: <laughs> you like Angry Quicker Pen? Um, well, you know, you can't go wrong with a Hugh Grant rom-com. Drew Barrymore is always at the light.
0: Notting Hill. Um, like, who doesn't love Notting Hill? That's not an underrated one. I don't think. I know a no, lot. No, It's of not on the list
1: because it's not an underrated movie.
0: But I'm, I'm saying you said Hugh Grant in and, and a rom com. I'm taking it. I'm
1: Notting Hill. Yeah, to name a few. Um, yeah, no, highly recommend that one. Let's see. I think we had one more on our list. Um, you put Emperor's New Groove, your solo on that one. I go for it.
0: I think it's terrible that you don't enjoy that movie. It is. Terrible. It is a classic. It's got so many good lines in it. How could you not like it? Like, serious question. How could you not like it? It has a lot of good lines in it.
1: You know, I've only seen it like one or two times. Maybe I wasn't in the mood. And I don't think you're wrong. There's a creator I follow on TikTok who has a very large following, he does movies. And it's one of his favorite animated movies that came up and I immediately thought of you. So you're not alone. It's definitely um, got a cult following. It's definitely considered an underrated movie. I just am particularly just not in the boat with you on that.
0: Do you typically go like, is your, is your, your Disney movie, like, does it have to be a princess and... Like Cinderella, Little Mermaid. No,
1: I mean, all my favorite ones have princesses in them, (laughs) but it doesn't mean that it has to be. Like Finding Nemo is a Disney Pixar movie. There's no princess. That's true. And I'm trying to think like of older ones. Like maybe it's just, I was at the wrong age when it came out. And then by the time you watch it, you're too old to really, like it could just be one of those that has to catch you at the right time. Because a lot of people feel that way about the Goofy movie, and I don't much care for that one either.
0: I actually don't care for the Goofy movie either. Um, although I do like the Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Cheese, G- Polly Shore. <laughs> Shore. Yeah. Um, but like, I have fond memories associated with Ember's New Groove too. My dad and I went and saw it in the theater at. Um, oh shoot! What's the name of that place? It's not open anymore. The but movie it was theater? a,
1: huh? Is what? it a movie theater?
0: <laughs> it is, yes. But it's also a movie theater that serves food, and it was a dollar store. It was a dollar theater back back then.
1: Was that Cinema Grill?
0: Yes. Ding, ding! There you go, crispy. Thank you. Um, he and I went and saw it at the Cinema Grill, and you know, like you said, my dad has a um, very distinguished. Distinguishable laugh, and there were times that we were just both laughing hysterically. And
1: oh my god, I you loved- remember that game night at Charlie and Kirstie's house? Oh my house. god,
0: <laughs> it was. At we were
1: playing like a a board game, and your dad started laughing, and then Mike started laughing at your dad, and then your dad started laughing at Mike, and the two of them like, like red face can't breathe laughing like more than I've seen a lot of people laugh before and that went on Bobby
0: there are pictures there There is photographic evidence that that lasted for longer than five minutes
1: yeah I'll have to post that on our Facebook
0: (laughs) because there's a clock on the wall and my aunt Sherry was taking pictures (laughs) of everybody laughing hysterically Everybody, because once my dad starts and he doesn't stop soon, everybody (laughs) will just be laughing along. And, um, so she like, and it took her a minute to like, start taking pictures because she was having a conversation with my mom and my uncle Bob and, like when she realized that this has been going on for a minute and now everybody's laughing.
1: We're going to have to document this for We're future gonna have reference. To document
0: this and it <laughs> photographic evidence literally went on for over five minutes. <laughs> it was just a loop. Wow. When Mike or, or my dad would start to calm down. One of them would rev the other one back, and it would just keep going and going and going. I didn't need to do an ab workout because my stomach hurt from laughing
1: like, so hard. Like, we've had a couple of those, but I don't think even any of our good ones have lasted that long. No.
0: That's like, I'm literally thinking back to the only to, one in New my entire
1: Year's life. Our, um, like, our, uh, our competing book lines was that New Year's? <laughs> <laughs> that like, was we amazing. laughed pretty good for that one, but like, even that was like off and on for like five or 10 minutes. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't straight. And then there was the, the Grinch, the baby Grinch picture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll get another one. picture for a Facebook
0: <laughs> <laughs> That was also another one where we were laughing pretty good, especially me yeah. because I was like, should I be offended? Nah, it's too damn funny. I'm not offended.
1: Wasn't that <laughs> the same night?
0: No, I don't think it was.
1: Like, There's bubbling rosé involved in one of those.
0: Both, I think, but different nights. Um,
1: Yeah. The last movie on our list, you put question marks, probably because we're not sure if it's underrated. I know a lot of people that like Mm -hmm. this movie, but I would still say it's underrated because it's definitely still a very niche group of people, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and that is 13 going on 30. And I realize now we have two Jennifer Garner movies. On this list. Okay. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell us about thirteen going on thirty.
0: Jennifer Garner, well, actually young Jennifer Garner is thirteen in the eighties, and she just wants to skip puberty, like didn't we all? And she wanted to be thir- um thirty, flirty and thriving, so thirty she,
1: flirty and thriving.
0: So she, you know, has this she makes this wish kind of like uh, uh, freaky Friday kind of. Um, and then like there's magic dust, that's sprinkled on her and then boom, she wakes up and she's 30 and she has no idea where she is. Um, she's in her apartment as a big magazine Mm -hmm. editor and, um, yeah, it's just her finding her way and finding out how much she changed from 13 to 30. And does she like that person or does she not like that person? And what is she going to do about it? Uh, It also has Mark Ruffalo um, and uh, Judy Greer, who is also in 27 Dresses. She's the chick that I said is in everything. Because if you look in all the rom-coms, she's always the best friend. She's always the sister. Mm -hmm. She's always one of those characters. Um, So, yeah. And it's, I just love that movie so much. And we did see this in the theater.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I believe in that. And I just read an article just like recently, Jennifer Garner was doing an interview um, and she said Mark Ruffalo almost quit the movie when they were doing the dance scene, the thriller dancing because because Jennifer Garner and Judy Greer had a dance background and Mark Ruffalo didn't know that. Yeah, and like so, he was struggling with the little dance, and like he was so frustrated, he wanted to quit. And Jennifer Garner had to beg him not to quit the movie over that. That's adorable. But like literally, that article came out like last week or the week before. So it's definitely still on a lot of people's plates. Um, Mark Ruffalo is adorable in that movie. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Um, and he uh, so they, many actually,
1: good lines.
0: They they did they um they did a movie together recently. Um, They just finished filming it. It has Ryan Reynolds in it. I'm super excited about this movie. I don't know anything about it other than the fact that it has Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Garner, and Mark Ruffalo. I don't think I really need anything more than that. But anyway, I follow Jennifer Garner on Instagram and she posted this adorable picture with Mark Ruffalo and said that it was good to um, work with him again. And I think she even asked for some razzles. So yeah, yeah.
1: but no, one. she was, every time I hear Thriller, I go, Maddie, Maddie, it's Thriller, Thriller. thriller. it's yeah. Thriller. <laughs> yeah, Maddie. I do
0: that too. I do that too. In fact, I sent you, you probably, I know because of your reaction that you sent to me, I know you didn't appreciate it as much as I did, but I sent you a, a picture of a little girl going down a slide and she had some makeup on and she looked like one of the zombies from Thriller. And I was like, Maddie, it's Thriller. And you were like. Great. Great.
1: Huh?
0: That face. That face. <laughs> um, I could tell. I wasn't even looking at her. Uh-huh.
1: It, it was all through Christy Instagram. Potter. And yet
0: I knew. Damn you, Christy Potter. That's right.
1: That's right. Um,
0: um
1: I, I'll have a, a Pina Colada non virgin <laughs>
0: And then <laughs> there was so there's this one song that christy and i love it's uh also that one but tainted uh. <laughs> uh. and we had been like this was pre um like itunes when you could download everything i mean it was like right on the cusp of that but we were like mm. searching for the cd the cd people of <laughs> 13 going on where we were just looking for uh, um a CD that had Tainted Love on it. And honest to God, one day we were sitting down watching taint, uh, oh God, watching 13 Going on 30. <laughs> and Christy slaps my leg and she goes, oh my God. And I'm like, what? what? And she goes, listen. And then I heard bump, bump. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Christy bought on CD the 13 Going On 30 soundtrack that night. <laughs> Ordered it from Amazon. Had it up like a week. Ago.
1: <laughs> We're It's old. so weird the things you remember that I don't. I have no recollection of any of that happening. It was at the None. house on carriage. It was at the house on carriage road. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what you're I talking about. I believe it was. It snowing. totally sounds like something that happened to us. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: You don't even so remember you're ordering, ordering the soundtrack. The
1: battlefield. Oh, I know. Huh? I know. Oh. That's
0: why I said, not that one. Another one. Tainted hmm. But yes. no,
1: no recollection. Really? You're not going to. Oh. Okay.
0: Fuck you, Christy, making me look like a tool. Thank you.
1: I did it first. Yeah.
0: But when I did it, you looked at me like I was crazy.
1: Well, you froze. I was trying to look at you. <laughs> like what? that's all it was <laughs> it was a bad phrase that man <laughs>
0: makes more sense okay thank you because <laughs> I'm like it's okay for you to do I it would but never not judge me? You
1: for the no I would never judge you for the the Pat Benatar shake yeah um yeah. <laughs> anyway so those are the <laughs> the, the list of underrated rom-coms apparently that we, we, should have,
0: we should have like narrowed it. Like it's not just underrated. It's underrated rom-coms.
1: Rom-coms. Yeah. It's yeah. sad, but true. It's okay. Um, well, before we head out, I'm very excited. I have my eye surgery next week. So actually being postponed last week works out better for us because then you don't have to find a co-host. Um, so I'm very excited. I about almost that. had one,
0: and she was very. I had to work her up towards it, but you know,
1: who was it? Shankini. Ah, that would have been very cool. We'll have her on sometime just as a triple coast.
0: I'll have to work her up for it, but yes, we will do that.
1: She's very, <laughs> shy. She's very shy. It's okay. She's... We'll get her drunk.
0: I can send now, her a couple bottles of prosecco.
1: Like, she's not going to accidentally spill like some big government secret if we do that, will no. she?
0: No. <laughs> and believe me, I've tried. Uh, no,
1: I, I bet them. Um, not really. All right. Well, we appreciate all seven viewers.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think her last video went to like 280 views. Like, Did it? It's hard to catch a slide. At least Dave gets to edit some of this out when it goes to Spotify.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Dave, because I'm sure Um, it's a little ridiculous sometimes.
1: Well, that's why we try to keep it under an hour so Dave doesn't have to hang himself going through the edit. (laughs) True. True. Um, But anyway, you guys can catch us on Facebook at the Potter Girls Podcast. Um, you can email us at the Potter girls podcast at gmail.com. Um, I'm opening up my other thingies here. Um, you can send us money via Venmo, or you can be my aunt Betsy and send a check. Hi, aunt Betsy. (laughs) I haven't deposited the check yet. Um, if you're on Venmo, you can send that money to at Truckee Pacific three hundred three um you can also follow Truckee pacific on facebook that's a good page it covers all the shows that's the production company uh looks like mile high podcast will be back on april 16th they've had some amazing shows bobby do you ever catch the mile high podcast yeah occasionally yeah they did the uh, the concert one was a lot of fun um, um, they have some big plans going on i'm sure nice. um other than that i think I
0: think I'm, we I'm just are going done through. for
1: the evening, Gabi.
0: I'm going through the comments because I, you know, I'm going through the comments now. And I love um,
1: Bad Llama, I take it that's from Emperor's New Groove. Bad Llama.
0: Yay, I'm a llama. Bad Llama. Um, I enjoyed Bonnie's comment of misunderstood lyrics by Christy Potter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was on a different video. I've got to see this. How bad is it? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. And then um,
0: Betsy has has mentioned some of her favorite under, underrated movies. Um, I have to say Reckless People I've never heard of.
1: So, Alexia, the likes the goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. If we should watch it again. Maybe the kids would like it. Yeah. Yeah, why not? You'll be here. It could be a movie night. Well, that is if I don't lose both my eyes in some botched.
0: That is not going to happen, be Calm down. <laughs> I'd be freaking out too. Mm. <clears throat> uh,
1: they have to cut like here. And I'm going to cry blood for a couple of days. I already prepared I Bobby for that.
0: And thank you for preparing me for that. Because honest to God, I may have shit my pants if I had seen you cry blood. I would have been like... <laughs> Oh my god, we need to take you to the hospital. Something is wrong. I Let's
1: not. do a Madonna video. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, take like a picture prayer? for the gram. Okay, let's go.
0: <laughs> is that like a prayer? Is that it's the one? Right. Yes. Okay.
1: The Jesus statue cries and that one cries blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then the boys already know that we're getting uh DQ blizzards one night. So so you're uh-huh. in charge of that oh <laughs> well, you don't want to go to DQ with me <laughs> the day of my surgery no no all I just right. want to be spoiled and eat the ice cream all right okay. well Dave if you're listening I think we're wrapping up kiddo
0: you did not just throw out the kiddo <laughs> I'm really here, the
2: older up here. <laughs> I've been watching the to- whole time
1: I got to see and hug my cousin David this week. It was wonderful.
2: Hey. Yeah, it's so fun having you there. I appreciate you coming. Oh, Dave. I got my
1: autographed copy of Caldera. Oh, I should have got yours for you, Bobby. I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. Dave, I have a Starbucks question for you. Sure. The pistachio latte, is that coming back or is that...
1: I
2: don't know. I don't know. It's not coming back this year. It might be something that'll (laughs) come back next year. Kind of like... The springtime version or the late winter version of uh, pumpkin spice or something—it mm-hmm, was good. Mm-hmm. It'll come back. It was popular. It was popular. Okay, it was very good. popular. Have you tried the new uh, brown sugar oat milk drink?
0: Um, Christy, which one did I get? I got the honey oat milk. I think. Didn't yeah, I? that's gross. No, right, no you tried the brown sugar oat. one. The brown
2: sugar one's awesome, but it's gonna be going away here soon because we sold so much oat milk that we cleaned out Oatly, and so I'm like telling trade secrets here. So Oatly <laughs> can't produce enough oat milk <laughs> to satisfy Starbucks. And so we are um, halting on the sale of like oat milk for a little bit until we can get enough uh, stock. And then we're going to relaunch oat milk. It's just so popular. We're doing like 2 million boxes a week or something like that. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Um,
1: okay. Well, since we're spilling coffee secrets, I have a question.
2: Welcome to Coffee (laughs) Time with David Hawk right. Oh it's coffee time Say again
1: Almond milk is zero points I tried an almond milk caramel macchiato I didn't like it Can you recommend a good almond milk latte Drink I might like
2: Uh The the, Like the regular mocha works well with it Because it kind of acts like a mounds bar A little bit Um, Hmm uh, you know, the the best syrup is the white mocha, which is like the sweetest, most sugary <laughs> syrup we have. So um, the sugar-free vanilla is always a good option. Um, I just, I like myself like plain and black, so I don't really like the syrups too much. So you just kind of have to play with it, you know, try the two different sugar-free syrups, try, you know, you know an mm. Irish cream syrup, you know, try, you know, a couple different things
1: all right it's hard Thanks. to say people
2: people's <laughs> tastes are different there is nobody has the same taste as somebody else so if well, I tell you're right myself, the
1: white mocha syrup is amazing that used to be my drink was a white mocha
2: yeah it's so bad So was
1: Weight Watchers then I had to do points for the white mocha and the milk where if I do almond milk then splurging a little on the sugar is fine
0: yeah hey hey Christy I the white chocolate and the regular chocolate
1: hey, what's that called again
2: Black white?
1: Chocolate? <laughs> Some people call it a black What a and white. stupid Some people... question, Jackass.
0: <laughs> stupid question, Jackass. Not you, David. That's another one of our memories. Wow, we had are to be really there. going crazy right now. I'm
2: sorry. but
1: but down the wine.
2: Okay, so,
1: Dave, uh, we're done. Yeah,
2: all right. <laughs> It was a pleasure being on with you, ladies. Have a good night.
1: <laughs> good night.
2: night. <laughs> you guys are funny. This is, I think, this is the episode where you guys like your real personality, like really came out, like your like actual friendship. And you're still recording. I know we're still recording, but you're not live. Oh, recording
1: okay. is okay. Live is what we don't want.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, good. <laughs> but I was, I was like, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> i mean thank you but i've I've done this before
1: have you um dave Ken, i do want to take that master class but i didn't see a link
2: okay i'll send it back to you um okay you just need to watch the first half because it's about like you know how you know come up with what is your podcast really about like it, it can be like oh, it's a pop culture podcast no like what is it all about and then how do you grow your audience based on you know drilling it down so i'll find that link and i'll send it to you it's a really good watch the second half is kind of dumb because it's about like you know hiring personal assistants from like taiwan or something like that or thailand wow it's weird yeah it goes in a weird direction but the first half is real good so all right good job guys i'll get this put up in the next few days thank you thank you okay thank you Bye.
1: Bye. bye
0: This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and
2: comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.